Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hello, hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Thank you for listening to me today. Holy Spirit, please take over this conversation. Help me to deliver your message. All of you, no, no, may use me every form of my being as a vessel for delivering this message to your people in Jesus' name. Amen. For the hearts of those who listen to be open before you to hear exactly Lord, what they need to hear for this message. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yesterday, look at acts of love and the impact on us. Today, we're going to look at acts of love and the effects on others. And the effects on others. So, we're going to be looking at 1 Samuel 24, verses 14 to 20. And I will be reading the NIV version, because that's my Bible. For me, it's been really, really good to be able to read, you know, directly the way I do. And also help me even just learn it because it also has some sort of concordance. It has also has you know explanations at the Bible. So when one reads, one can also understand it a bit better. And I thank God for always also you know opening the word to me that I'm so grateful for. So I quickly read First Corinthians, sorry, First Samuel 24, 14-20. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Who are you pursuing? A dead dog? A flea? May the Lord be our judge and decide between us. May he consider my case by cause and uphold it. May he vindicate me by delivering me from your hands. When David finished saying this, Saul asked, Is that your voice, David, my son? And he wept aloud, You are more righteous than I. He said, You have treated me well, but I have treated you badly. You have just now told me about the good you did to me. The Lord delivered me into your hands, but you did not kill me. When a man finds his enemy, does he let him get away unharmed? May the Lord reward you well for the way you treated me today. I know that you will surely be king and the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hands. Now swear to me, by the Lord, that you will not kill off my descendants or wipe out my name from my father's family. So David gave his oath to Saul. <clears throat> then Saul returned home, but David and his men went up to the stronghold. And I stop here. I like this verse that says, Against whom was the king of Israel come out? Who are you pursuing? The dead dog. And that kind of means someone that has totally died to oneself died to self i'm like she's like i'm here living for god are you looking for me i'm dead to self i am alive in christ it's so that's a very powerful way of singing it now we look at this wonderful soul that had been trying to kill david he had been scheming he had lied he had left his kingdom waiting for david to kill him by force and david sees him had the opportunity to kill him because god delivered someone into david's hand you did not touch him because he said that it is God anointed and I won't touch God's anointed. And so here we are. David now talks to Saul and says words to him. 
Ubaha, I saved you. I didn't touch you. You know, even though he tried to kill me, he was so respectful. He was very humble. He pointed before Saul with his face, his head hitting the ground, different things. After everything, Saul says, Is that your voice? He's like, You have treated me so well after you so badly. You have just now told me about the good you have done. This way, the Lord delivered you know, you to my hand, you still do not kill me. When God delivers an enemy to one's hands, the first thing we do is to kill as he expected. Well, you have treated me well today. And then, after he said those things, he now himself, the enemy, you know, prayed. And you know, pray, my soul is the king of Israel. And he's the anointed king of Israel. At that point in time, even though God had him as king, he was still anointed. And so him was praying David to become king of Egypt. Because he said, I know that you will surely, it was literally a decree from the king of Israel that he would definitely surely become the king of Israel. And then he made him ask is he an altar and then he left. And so here you are, the heavens are hearing David's prayers. They are even hearing the enemy of David's prayers that he must be king of Israel. How? How? David will not have come home king. Like, tell me how. Not only did the God say it, David, even the enemy are saying, you know, he has to become king. Because what manner of man will show me so much love? I've been trying to kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him so much. You know, I keep missing him. And he had the ability, he had the ability to kill me, and he did not touch me. And so he himself decreed and said, You must come a king of Israel. If David did not show Saul love, this will not happen. In fact, if David quickly killed him, Saul would not have said these words. He won't. Because who would have said it? The dead soul. No, who would have said it? And you know, as I read this, I smiled. Because this is a very good example of being a Christian, showing love. It's not about our prayers. It's not about, you know, how much you know the Bible. It can be simple things like showing love. Why are we showing love to people? Why are we really truly showing love to people? Because it is easy to love people that we that love us. Especially when we are looking at love as a feeling. So I if I feel love for this person, I act kind. If I feel love for this person, I act good. But if we are making love an action, it is like whatever I feel, I must show love. So as Christians, we are ambassadors of Christ. The, the same Christ that died on the cross for our sins. The same Christ that was beaten, that was bruised, that was dragged, you know, to city to be to be known on the cross for not committing one sin. And he never reacted to those. In fact, it's he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. If they knew that Jesus was the King was the, was was Jesus. If they knew who he was, they would not touch them. But you see, even in that, he said, Father, forgive them. But they do not know what they and that's the truth. Now I'm not saying Jesus was not emotional, no, because in that same part, in fact, even before Jesus went to the cross, he knew what was coming and he, and he kept saying to God, he kept praying. God, if it's your will, take this cross away from me. Because he knew how heavy it was. He was tired. That was his heart. 
That was his emotions, you know, coming out. Even on the cross, he said, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? It hurt him deep. But even though it hurt him deep, even though he was going through hell, he still acted in love. Which is why I'm trying to always differentiate between the actual love and the feeling love. The feeling of emotions of likeness and all that is different from the acting of love. Because the action of love, you are choosing to love no matter what. It's a choice, a decision that we make. Now, whether or not, you know, like, like Jesus, they are beating me, they are laughing at me, they are dragging me to the street, I ain't committed any sin. Even with all they are doing, I will choose to love. I will choose to love. Before I finish today, I want to quickly read or maybe just run through what love means in 1 Corinthians 13. I feel it's such a powerful verse. And it's not saying, because I feel love, I will not show this love. No, it is not connected to how we feel. We can't act upon that. We have to act deciding. Because, yes, there are feelings. And I've shown you in the case of Jesus, right? Who he was hurting. He said that for a while he forsaken me. He was hurting, but it did not mean that he not acted through that heart. Even when they were beating him, he was looking at them. Because to them, he was still feeling love. Love needed to be the order of the day. For him down the cross of Calvary. Because it was all, all a, a sacrifice of love. So I read here. This is 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil. But we just do with the truth. And that is very key to remember that love does not delight in evil. So we can't say we're loving somebody and delight in evil they are doing. No, that's not love. For example, if you see how David spoke to Saul, he still called Saul out and said what he did was nonsense. But in such a loving way, he said he pointed out what was wrong, but still was humble, still gave him respect, was still kind to him. I continue, love does not delight in evil, but blessing in truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. I stop there. Now, this is how the Bible defines the love that I keep talking about, the action kind of love. And so today, at the end of today's event, speaking out, I will say, I love you. What I'm saying is that I am doing this. I am being patient, kind, etc. to you. To everybody listen to this, it's not about because in fact I can be so tired. I'm like, I don't feel like I don't feel like doing this. I, I'm tired, but I am being in an action to love as an action. I know how I'm feeling. And so I encourage us as we ambassadors of Christ, we have to decide to love. And David is such an amazing example of how he decided to love Saul despite all Saul's plans to kill him. And actions and looking for him to actually kill him. But he's there to kill David. So was there to do. But this one is David still dead in love. It was a decision he had to make. He probably did not like Saul. He probably was angry with his dad. He probably did not want to even do it. But he has to make a, a demarcation between feeling love and the action of and feeling of his heart and his emotions of tiredness, of pain, of hurt, deep hurts. 
he had to make a demonstration between that and acting to him. So, sing in love, doing in love, being in love. God help us to decide to love. It's a decision that we have to make. Even for me, I'm just remembering different examples of how hard it was for me, you know, to act in love. And someone said, God, please just help me. Help me, Father. Please help me. I hope he helps you too. I know he would once we ask. So thank you for listening to me today. And I pray God give us the strength to decide to choose love over everything. And the action kind of love in Jesus' mighty name, I pray, man. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you and I love you. Bye, bye, bye.